On November 17, 2019, a person came to their local hospital because of what we now identify as the symptoms for the virus that has caused people to buy mass amounts of toilet paper, COVID-19. This disease that has us all worked up, COVID-19, is actually a cousin to the SARS virus, the Severe Acute Respiratory System. The SARS virus came about in 2003, and lots of the epidemics that you've seen since then have been related to the SARS virus. The symptoms between the SARS virus and COVID-19's virus are actually kind of the same. The one that I can think of off the top of my head is actually the fever. The COVID-19 symptoms are cold, fever, runny nose, cough, and shortness of breath. Shortness of breath is one of the most severe ones. And if you do have shortness of breath consistently, go to a hospital and go get tested for corona. It's highly important. The Chinese, when they had this, they figured out that the death rate was actually 2.3%. While Europeans, while they're have, still having this, they figured out that the, the, the death rate is 3.8%. Older people are actually more at risk and make up these percentiles due to the fact that their bodies are slowly but steadily deteriorating. Ah, uh, my Bible teacher, so we just moved into our new high school building, and my Bible teacher, he was teaching this lesson, and I forgot what the lesson was, but of course I remember the story from it, which is that so we have this new building for the high school, except it's already starting to deteriorate because anything new that you get, it already starts to deteriorate because it's not built like that. So that's what happens. Our bodies, the second that we're born, like sure, we're growing up and everything, but they're still not going to be as good as they once were as like younger kids and teenagers. Um... Connecting to that, kids are actually the most likely to survive corona because their immune systems are on top of everything. Because if you think about it, kids play outside so much, a lot, and they're just playing in dirt on playgrounds. And on playgrounds, so many kids play on these playgrounds and they just keep swapping germs. Like I remember once when I was a little bit older, my mom said like something about, no, it wasn't my mom, it was like my aunt, I don't know who, said something about McDonald's play, playgrounds being disgusting. And like, now I see that, but then I was just like, what? So kids, their immune systems are just built for this kind of thing. They are just on top of everything. They have strong immune systems because they're constantly fighting things that other kids have previously had. That's why they're fine, but they also carry the disease because they will get like a cold that actually may be corona and their parents will take them to their everyday lives, but really they're just spreading this disease. This disease is spread by coughing and sneezing. When you cough and sneeze, you release these respiratory droplets that carry the disease into the air and on nearby surfaces. 
Due to the fact that these carry the disease, if you just touch a surface and then touch your eyes, nose, or mouth, or some other body opening, you are at risk of getting this disease. Also, if they just happen to stay in the air, which they can do, and you inhale them or just get them in your eyes, nose, mouth, anything, you can get the disease now. And just think about that for a second. If these respiratory droplets are everywhere that people have touched, sneezed, or coughed on, they're everywhere. And another staggering fact is that they can travel 25 to 50 miles per hour and up to 20 feet. That is crazy. So, if someone sneezed, then you got to draw like a radius of 20 feet, complete the circle, and that area is contaminated with this disease. And it can stay there for hours. It can stay on the surfaces for hours, in the air for hours. Like, if you think about it, that is everywhere. And that's why it is so important to self-quarantine. That way, you have your own germs everywhere and not some random stranger's germs. Now, you may be thinking, why don't I just wear a mask? That can be a good idea if and only if you are caring for someone with the coronavirus. If you're not caring for someone and are just going to the store, the WHO recommends that you do not wear a face mask because these masks, there are holes on the sides, on the top, on the bottom, where these little respiratory droplets that I was talking about can get in and you are then forced to breathe them in because you can't really pick and choose what air you breathe. <laughs> if you are caring for someone, like I said before, do wear a, health, a face mask. The WHO did recommend that you do wear a face mask. And people are making these face masks for their local health officials and health doctors and all that kind of stuff to show their support and their thank you-ness and all that kind of stuff. And it's honestly the perfect time because we are in quarantine, so we do have the time to help these people, which is great and wonderful. So if you want to do this, contact your local health official and ask, hey, I want to make these face masks for you guys. How do I do it? And then if they need them, they'll give you directions and all that stuff. Due to this disease's ability to spread around so quickly and to just be there for a while, this disease can contaminate a bunch of people. So, for example, two days ago, on March 22, 2020, I checked how many confirmed uh, cases there were. There were 334,451 confirmed cases worldwide. That's a lot. And 14,595 deaths due to this disease. Two days later... I checked it, and that was actually today, March 24, 2020. There were 
396,200 confirmed cases and 17,250 deaths. They, the confirmed cases went up 61,749 people in just two days. That is scary and that is why it is highly important to self-quarantine yourself. We do not need other people to get these diseases. I would like to thank you for listening to my podcast and I hope that you'll listen to the next one. Thank you.